0: it's Supriya at the Energy and Life Mastery podcast, helping you reclaim your personal power and live your best life on your own terms. Thanks for tuning in. Let's dive into today's episode. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you a story about triumph. This story is inspired by this client that has inquired about whether she can do it too because she's got a lot of negative beliefs about herself and i thought maybe this is something i should share with every one of you as well have you heard of that quote if she can do it i can do it too Well, I have to say it's been like a guiding force in my life ever since a friend of mine shared this with me when I was in my early 20s. I used to have a really poor self-esteem because I just was a very newbie at many things at that age, you know. And um, with the background that I came from, uh, if it wasn't for my friend then, I wouldn't have actually thought about things like that. So I didn't know later on in my journey that this is actually a very famous quote among a lot of personal development gurus as well. Um, And it's coming from, you know, being able to model those that have already achieved the results that we're wanting and um, on and on. So today's story is all about, you know, people that are struggling with making more money in their business or life. Um, One of the things that I want to share with you about life and business is that they're very connected. If you're having a business problem, it is likely that you're having a life problem so i just want to make it clear that even if you think that oh i don't have a business so this doesn't apply to me believe me it's all connected and as long as you can stay throughout the recordings and really listen you'll be able to hear that there are so many similarities to the problems we face whether in business at work in our relationships or health there are some fundamental problems that we all face that are currently creating the results that we're getting. And so one such result is a very popular one that is you know, not making the money that we need to or want to and should. So let's uh, hear this story about this client who overcame her uh, poor self-confidence and really came out the other side in flying colors in less than three months. And, and what's really exciting about this story is that if she can do it, um, I want you to be able to take that away from this um, story is that you should be able to see yourself in this girl's story because she's definitely inspired me and inspires me to keep going. You know, because uh, if she can do it, so can I, so can you. If you're someone that hasn't had much luck in growing your business or your earning capacity in a long while, then this is the story for you because you're going to have a lot of aha moments and I would love for you to share them in the comments because people that will read, um, they will learn from you as well. This client went from being a procrastinator, not taking the action she knew she should, you know, earning minimum wage and really scared to leave this job that was really killing her spirit since she was getting humiliated publicly by her manager and had really poor self-esteem from that, but it also exacerbated her anxiety and poor self-esteem that she walked in with um and really stopped her from taking any action outside of her then comfort zone to then in in a short three month span she set new goals and started showing up you know for every session and this all shows like you know she's getting more and more and more comfortable with getting uncomfortable She started backing herself, getting um, then asked for a new job, the job that she wanted in the preferred industry. She left that role that she was in um, outside of the contracted date and she got a pay rise within a month of joining the new place and she got promoted and she got a paid trip to the destination she wanted to actually move to. So this is not magic. It's actually all intentional work she put in, and because of her de- dedication and um, full commitment to her own growth, she was able to see tenfold, you know, success in her life. So um, let's get started with what happened, right? So she came to see me because she thought, you know. I might be someone that she could get helped by because to her, I looked like somebody that was confident and proficient and committed to what I was doing for my clients, which is, you know, helping them improve their confidence in themselves. So she resonated with that message and she came to see me and she said, the first thing she said is that, look, I, was actually going to cancel today, Supriya, because you intimidate me. And I was really close to not coming, but I'm so glad that, you know, that I pushed myself uh, because the only thing that made me come today was that voice in me that said, look, what have you got to lose? What's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is that you don't have to go back. It was a clarity call, right? And it was free. So she had no risk involved except for you know, whatever her fears were telling her. And then when we like talked about that a little bit more, she said she had an irrational amount of fear in her, um, which she didn't know where it came from. but you know, she hadn't even interacted with me properly yet, yet she felt this irrational amount of fear telling her that, oh no, you know, maybe not now of course this wasn't happening just with me it was happening in a lot of other places in her life when we got to know each other better through the course of the three months she actually shared more stories where she so she was able to see that this tend to to be her way in life where she kind of pre-made assumptions about other people Um, and that cost her a lot of opportunities. So I asked her, what would make this worthwhile for her? I wanted to find out what she actually wanted out of our time together, especially since, you know, she had actually seen other coaches and mentors, and she said she had even bought a mindset course um, to get her fitness up and running, but she just didn't stick to it. You know, she just couldn't find the motivation to keep going and um, so she said that you know she would just love to be free of this fear that holds her back and she would love to see herself you know do what she wants to do instead of um, being hit by low motivation and just no desire so I dug deeper and I asked her what exactly would it mean for her to be free of this fear and um, what is she actually missing out on right now if she is not doing anything about it what would it mean for her what is it actually going to cost her now one of the surprising things about her was that she gave me a list of things and they are you know really good things for her But in her, there wasn't a sense of a loss. She was just saying it as if, well, you know, she is neither here or there about it. She's very indifferent. Like for me, if I'm not getting what I want, I feel a loss, a sense of loss, right? And that's sort of kind of what drives us to go and get what we need or want. But in her, she had this sense of like, well, it's outside of my reach anyway but hey if the fear wasn't there then i would be doing this 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 and what she shared was exactly what she ended up creating anyway in under three months so she said you know in about a year's time i can see myself if i actually did something about it in about a year's time i'd be getting paid more you know um, i'd like to be doing what i am like passionate about And I know I'm here to make a difference. So I would love to work in like travel Uh, that would really serve me and people that I would serve. I would be able to save more money to be able to live in Japan. This is her dream, you know. And um, she said that I'd stop procrastinating and be my best self every day and actually feel motivated to do everything that I know I should be doing on time, no delay right but again like there was no sense of like urgency about it she was just like well yeah in a year's time if I took action accordingly then I'd do be able to do those things so what I asked her was look you know you say that you're currently lacking the confidence like me and you know you're getting crippled by your fear how do you know this is a fear issue like what is this um, all about how is it showing up for you that you are certain that this is fear that's actually stopping you from having those outcomes and then she started sharing a few things which actually then gave me an insight into whether I can help her or not because you know certain problems aren't really problems so you won't really solve them because they're problems that don't really cost you anything. So the problems that a coach can help you solve are problems that you actually want solutions to, because you can actually see them costing you a lot more than what you um, were aware of, you know, or what you are willing to admit for yourself, such as money. (laughs) So look, Then she started sharing that I am scared to leave this um, contract that I got into um, because this manager firstly humiliated me the other day in front of everybody never apologized and that really hurt my self-esteem and I know I shouldn't be there but I know I'm not doing a good job either so I can see his frustration, but I'm always feeling like a loser, you know, in that environment. And then she said the reason why she doesn't leave that job is because she signed up for a six month contract and they said that they need to train her for six months before they give her a contract for becoming an employee um, that can do the job for a salary after that. But she, basically wanted to stick it out because she signed up for six months. And that's because she said, Oh, look the deepest reasons I can see why I'm there is because I'm ashamed of leaving or quitting before uh, the agreed date, because I don't want to be seen as unreliable by them. And it would really hurt her own principles, her own values. And then she said, look, Another thing is, I know this is fear because I didn't stick up for myself. I didn't say anything back to the manager and I felt very hurt, but I didn't feel like I had a choice about it because I knew I wasn't really performing as well as they needed me to. And she also said that, you know, she worked from home. So she said, you know, I actually don't do my work on time. So because I'm so not motivated about the job, so I actually get up late, I start late, finish late, and I'm just in this cycle of complete low motivation, low performance. And it's really eating away at me. Um, and I'm really scared to quit, because another reason why I'm scared to quit is because I don't have anything else lined up. And I don't know when how I'm gonna pay my bills and pay for my life if I was to let this job go. So that's where I feel like I'm in a limbo but I know that this job is not good for me um, and I'm really, really not so certain that I should be quitting it. Like she has a lot of convictions about this job not being good for her and still not looking for a new job and also not deciding, right? So those were her telltale signs that she was operating in fear so what actually meant in my she had deeper reasons for going through what she was going through and how these tendencies can show up as well is through procrastination like you and i might look at procrastination as not doing our assessments or not doing something like dishes or something like that but for many people procrastination shows up in life decisions like they're in a painful situation they don't leave because they're scared of not having any situation to have and then they're also not willing to quit because they don't think they've reached the end of feeling like crap you know so procrastination is sometimes caused by deeper reasons that is, you know, you can't work it out on your own until you are guided. So by her story, it was so evident that she had a really poor self-image of herself. She described herself as unreliable. She described herself as, you know, someone that can get humiliated, not stick up for herself, and that she was really slow in life, okay? So, within our time together, in that three months, she was able to work on those things to improve her own self-image, which was evident through her results, right? So, she got a fully paid ticket to go to Japan, explore. She was um, promoted in a month's time to get a pay rise, and she was able to leave that job that she was unhappy at but she left it without any conflict with that manager. They were really okay with her leaving, even outside of the contract finish date. So it really surprised her about how much of her reality shifted very quickly as she was looking at doing this inner work. Now what this translated to is that she had money to save. She created more income. And she also started to be her best self because she got promoted. Come on. People started noticing that she was actually worth it. That means she had changed her narrative. My mentor, Remy, um, she's been a student of Tony Robbins's and you know, Tony Robbins has trained a lot of coaches in this world, thousands. And one of the things he talks about is this self image, right? So, what he says is everything depends on the story we tell about ourselves in other words what do we want to be remembered by you know do we want to be remembered by uh, the one that never took a chance on herself or do we want to be remembered for all the risks we took to go after what it is that we wanted nobody's going to count how many times you were successful They're always going to remember how many chances did you take on things that were seemingly outside of your zone of comfort. Says a lot about you, right? So what we do when it comes to coaching, right? The only way to change our perception of ourselves is to make a change on an identity level. And when it comes to identity, when it came to this client, you know, in that short period of time, that identity shift just basically shifted her whole life. Can you see? But you know what's sad about this? You know, not everybody's going to actually do what my client did. They're going to get crippled by their fear. They're going to put up with what's happening in their life. And they're going to internalize it and add to that negative narrative about themselves to say, yeah, I'm not worthy of earning more money. And so therefore I'll just do what I can and I'll reduce my expenses and I'll live with what I have. I'll be grateful. And then they'll go on about, you know, following these spiritual narratives like you've got to be grateful for what you have. If you're not grateful, then you won't have more. But nothing shifts until you shift your perspective of yourself. Like, can you have more money? Is it possible for you to have money in your own mind? Can you actually see yourself being of purpose to other people who can work with other people? Now, what I mean by working with other people is that other people will choose to work with you. If you can demonstrate that you believe in your own offering right? Not the skills, not the product, yes they matter, but what about you? Do you believe that you can actually do the work, right? Where would that confidence come from? It's not just saying it, it's actually coming from a place of conviction and how you convince your own self is through assessing what is actually happening right now? What is serving you and what is not serving you? And what sort of narrative do you want to have for yourself you know that can help you get the results that you're seeking to get? One of the biggest reasons why people come to me to work with me is because I come across as a very confident person. but uh, this wasn't always the case, you know when i was uh, in my early 20s just fresh out of high school i was really low on self-esteem and that showed up in a lot of the really poor quality choices i made but luckily i had a friend then that would say you know if they can do it so can you supriya you know and that really helped you know but now when i look at my journey and how different I am to who I used to be, one of the biggest shifts happened when I became spiritually rich. You know, And the reason why I say this is because money is just a sign. It's just a symptom. Health is just a symptom. You know, your relationship failures are a symptom. So the surface is just a symptom of what's happening inside. And to change that narrative, I had to do a lot of spiritual work. And the spiritual work that I speak of is like, what is your threshold for pain? So back when I was in my twenties, I was living a very automatic life, you know, and going from automatic to very conscious, mindful, intentional life took a lot of you know, courage to choose to feel things. And one of the biggest catalysts for my client was this pain of humiliation, right? The fear of being found out and then being humiliated again. So, not a lot of people will give those situations importance. I gave myself importance to go, you know what? I do not have any more tolerance left in me to feel this much pain that I have to be like a robot every day not feeling anything okay I used to do a lot of things that didn't like touch me right my soul was dying I was numb to life and once I came across to the other side my confidence rose in me because I decided to feel I decided to give those discomforts, you know, a voice, wasn't scared anymore to go, well, you know, I am uncomfortable being poor. I'm uncomfortable having no results in this. I'm gonna go do something about it, you know? My narrative changed because I decided I don't wanna be remembered as the woman that just, you know, took the cards that were given to her and just said, okay, well, thanks, you know, I'll I'll just accept this. If I'm not happy about it, my tolerance for unhappiness is very low because I know when I'm unhappy, it's because of a few emotions. And those emotions are either shame, guilt or apathy, right? And fear. So if I feel these emotions, they're going to make me hide and go, all right, I'm not going to speak up. I'm not going to do anything about it. But when I see myself do that as a spiritual person, I just go, no, no, I'm not going to feed the fear. I'm going to go feed the expansion. I'm going to work to be my best self. I'm going to do something different that is outside of this thing i'm so comfortable in okay so wrapping it up i just hope this story uh helped you realize that if we can do it so can you and i'm not where i want to be yet you know but i want to encourage you as a woman to honor the pain you're feeling and honor the desires you have in you Because when you don't honor desires within you to expand, what that is saying about you is that you are, you know, saying to creative forces that they can't be. That's sort of taking yourself more towards death, right? It's not you, the real you has desires and I want you to honor them. So when it comes to not earning as much, As you would like to I would like you to remember that it's an inside job so to be able to earn more money you need to become more attractive to those clients or people that you can pay you that money they have to see that you are worth the money that you are reliable and that you can show up through your confidence levels and there's a process for this, right? It's not going to happen overnight, but unless you come to the other side, unless you take the steps necessary for you to raise your confidence levels in yourself in your offerings, then those clients and people are not going to buy from you. So to sum up, what I'd love you to do is go through this episode again, press replay go through those segments about what I shared with my client, there were some questions that I asked to help her figure out how does she know that this is fear that's holding her back to figure out whether there is a deeper reason for why you are not earning or acting or creating the situations that are more aligned to what you want. Until then, let's meet next week.